Hello and welcome to another wonderful episode of, wow, okay, we are in season three actually. This is a completely different podcast. It used to be called Disclosure Nation, but now it is called Nation's Real Self-Empowerment. Let's go. Well, it has been some time since we've been back together. I want to thank all my fans for continuing to enjoy uh, this crazy journey that we've been on. When I started this podcast, when I started on TikTok, I started teaching about the Bible. And now I'm talking about, uh, then I got into some conspiracy stuff. And then now we are into some practical application of how to be sovereign, how to be an American state national, uh, how to empower ourselves and to overcome this system, which has really taken a toll on a lot of people. Now, with that being said, we are going to hop right into it, guys. Today, I I just wrote this down. I've been meaning to do it for some time, uh, but our episode one is going to be on the David Strait Anna von Ritzinger conversation. I'm going to be giving my opinions about what I think it's all about. I'm going to be sharing with you guys why I think that Anna von Reitz is why I'm going in quote-unquote, her direction. Uh, but really, the idea is that she even says it herself. She she doesn't have a process. She doesn't claim to have a process. Um, I'm actually going to read straight from a quote that she actually said yesterday. And here she said, she says, here's uh, Sunday, May 15th, 2020. Public notice and international notice. It is not my process. That's what she says, straight up. And she says, from time to time, I hear some wise acre snarkling at my process that it doesn't work or my process, quote unquote, isn't necessary or quote unquote, my process is suspect because I have a foreign last name or because I'm a woman or because I, because I, because I, and she says she wants to make it absolutely explicitly and forever clear that my process isn't my process. The process used to declare yourselves as American in possession of your birthright. Political status is the result of 50 years of study and work done by thousands of Americans over the time period from 1862 today. So there you go. Straight from the horse's mouth. And that's what she says. So it's not her process, guys. Um, she doesn't have a so-called process. Uh, and I think that's important to take note of. So going into it, I'm going to be going over, um, you know, some of the differences between what Anna teaches versus what, um, versus what David Strait teaches. I'm also going to be giving my opinions on why, you know, the difference of what they're doing. We're going to review some of the claims that Anna talks about in her articles, um, and, then we'll go from there. I have a few people on TikTok, only two in particular, maybe a third person, but there are at least two people on TikTok who are like vehem- vehemently, vehemently, vehemently against Anna Von Wright's. Uh, one of them is uh, very, a very frustrating character to deal with, um, but I don't block frustrating characters. I try to bless them and try to be kind with them. Uh, but there's another character uh, who is all about David Strait, just like religiously engaged and emotionally attracted and uh, to David Strait. And again, I'm embellishing my um, adjectives a bit. I, I, I don't know if he's emotionally, you know, 
attracted or whatever. But I will say that from some of his language, there is a sense, there's a very strong sense of this guy is the truth. This guy is the way. This person is a fraud. And when you get into that kind of language, to me, I'm like, dude, that's religious. So the first thing I want to point out as a preface to this conversation that we're going to be having is the American State National cannot be religious about the information that they are getting. Love Anna. She's great. David Strait, also great. Great information. I'm going to go into and I'm going to talk about what I like about them both. But... If there is an, a worshipful, emotional defense, and by defense, I mean this person is the only way. Their way is the only thing that's going to save our republic. This person is the only person who sh- you should listen to when you turn man into a god to be worshipped, and which we do all the time. And we have to be careful of it. Uh, we start to solidify and codify a belief. When you start codifying beliefs, then you are no longer open to the truth and you're no longer open to knowledge, okay? Belief is the enemy of knowledge. And so if you're on this pursuit and you want to not falter in the sense of, uh, I don't know, the idea that like somebody might be wrong or something might have happened that wasn't um, in line with the the objective truth, We have to hold truth out with an open palm. That's all I say. That's how I try to live my life. Uh, I let Anna defend herself because she does a really good job of doing so. Um, David Strait, I don't know because I have looked up his website. And for the most part, I just don't see him enough. Like he's not in the public eye enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, this guy's a pretty legit character or whatever. And that doesn't take away from anything that he's done so far. He's done a lot of great stuff. I have at least, let's do at least four and a half hours of his information, uh, the Utah seminar. I think it was great. It opened my eyes to, it really brought forth some some inspiration in me to be able to, to share, oh, okay, wow, taking pieces from, taking pieces from this, but only in uh, the, the, the big picture, only in putting pieces together in the big picture, not in process and not in application, okay? So, and... I would love to see David Strait's application of forms and, you know, what they do. I, I, I would love to see it. I have not seen it. I've tried to sign up on websites. I've tried to do this. Some people say you have to pay for it. But again, um, information is great on both sides. The second thing I want to preface is that information is great on both sides. They highlight different aspects of the same goal, right? We're kind of like, we're kind of like climbing the same mountain. We're trying to get to the same place, same goal. We're talking about sovereignty, protection of the republic. We're talking uh, David Strait's a little bit more on the protect the children, bring down the cabal, bring down the white hats, all the political ish. President Trump, the the Patriot Movement, that whole thing. And I was really involved in that at one point in time. But then I realized that they were disseminating just hopium, hopium. And I'm not. Uh, I'm not really, I can't do the hopium thing, guys. I, I got to the point where I was like, no one's going to save us. Donald Trump's not going to save you. Uh, President Biden is is not going to fall over dead. Um, but like, we have to save ourselves straight up. That 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 is just the reality that we are faced with at this point in time. You have to save yourself. You have to get together with other people who are doing the same thing. And we have to raise up our own uh, our own government, and we have to stop allowing these governmental service agencies continue to uh, defraud us under the color of law. And that's that's that. 
All right. So moving on, here's why I like Anna. She's everywhere all the time. Podcast, webinars, articles, videos. She's everywhere. Books, CDs if they had them. She is everywhere all the time. There's never any point in time where I'm like, oh, I wish I had her opinion on this. Or I wish I had her opinion on this. No, she speaks for herself. And every single time she speaks, she is consistent in her message. Her message is empowering the people, the true American people, to raise up their lawful government and to stop living under the foot of the British crown and under the Pope. That's it. That is what she is trying to convey. That is what I've taken away from her message. She offers also all of her information freely. You want the the paperwork? It's free. The website? Free. Uh, The assembly? Free. All of it. Free. You don't have to pay for anything. I appreciate that just because I think that the truth should be free in that sense. I'm not saying that people can't charge you for whatever time they spent helping you. I personally don't because all of this stuff that I've learned, I have gotten mostly of it, most of it for free. So I, I will rarely, I have not gotten to the point where I feel comfortable charging people for any information. I have not gotten to that point. I don't want to do that. It's not in my heart to do. And so I'm not going to do that. Not right now. But if I get accredited in a sense uh, as a common law lawyer, which I think I'm headed in that direction, guys, I think I'm going to do it. If I do that, then maybe, you know, I have, maybe I'll do it. But I want to work for the people to empower the people to, uh, to help and better themselves. Okay. Another point is that she has been doing this for 50 years. Um, she has a grand overview of what's going on. She ties in the really important subjects. It's not just um, like conspiratorial stuff and the cabal and like the Great Awakening poster. It's not, it's not all of this stuff. In fact, I don't even know if she talks about any of this stuff on here. Um, maybe some of the, the alien stuff, the Galactic Federation maybe. But she ties it all together. Religion, spirituality, law, history. Ties it all together. Also, she's had some weird experiences. Talking about being uh, engulfed in the, the violent flame. Uh, she talks about her experiences with draconians. Twelve of them coming to her house, giving her a card. She talks about having a spiritually awakened gift to have seen all of her past lives, which is very consistent which, with a lot of the stuff that I've been studying uh, and, and reading up on. I believe in past lives. I believe that this isn't the first time we've been here. I believe that there are entities that exist outside of humanity that may not be seen with the naked eye. She ties it all together. She doesn't talk about a lot because... People come for her, uh, but she doesn't care anyways. She talks about it freely, okay? So she's like not trying to save face, and I appreciate that about her. Um, Also, uh, she she does have uh, historical challenges of religion. You know, for example, you know, you take something like everyone used to do, which is the cracker and the blood and the wine and the drink and the body and everything, and she talks about how it was a blood oath, right? But we all do it sincerely. But she points out, hey, man, that's you're taking a blood oath, what does that mean? And whether that's right or wrong, I, I mean, I've, I've looked into it a little bit, but it's not really a, a big thing in my mind. I know that the institutionalized church is uh, created to control and keep people um, essentially mentally, yeah, in a mental prison. But 
there's a lot of stuff that when you bring it to its rational conclusion, makes sense about what she talks about with regards to uh, some of the traditional uh, things that you see in church. So here's why I like David. It's a shorter list. He gives very similar information in a very digestible way. He's very involved. He's on the ground dealing with the blackhead, dealing with the um, the cabal, dealing with the elites, dealing with uh, the, the pedophile rings, dealing with all that crazy crap that goes on in legislation and Congress and Washington, D.C. He talks about it. He's got great stories about it. Uh, he's helped people out for sure. He's on the ground. That's about all I can. That's about all I have for him. OK, um, I don't see him in the public eye all the time. I don't see him. Article, I don't see any articles. I don't see any response. I don't see any rebuttals. Um, I don't know why he does what he does. Anna defends herself. She says why she does what she does. So, so here's the issue. From what I understand, as I've been looking at some of these articles, uh, they have actually sta- shared a stage together. At one point in time, there was like this like mutual, hey, we're we're working towards the same goal. You're coming from one different area. I'm coming from a different area, but we're kind of like on the same page. Look, we're working for, towards the same goal. Now, Anna has written multiple articles calling out Dave in the recent years, um, and I'm not sure if he has responded to these. So if you have a response that David has given, please let me know because I'd like to see it. I'm always There's always two sides to every story. One of the reasons I like Anna is because she is, again, in the public eye all the time. But the critics of Anna point out that David teaches something that Anna does not teach. So that David's teaching you something that you need to do, and she does not teach you this. And her response to that is, why would I teach you things that you don't need to know? That's what she says. So she talks about, and I'm going to read a little bit of this article from her. It's article 3373. Why would I teach you things that you don't need to know? You can find this on her website, AnnaVonWrites.com. She says, as, as everyone can see, there are all sorts of patriot gurus running around all over the place, and most of them are slashing each other instead of addressing the actual issues. Of course, they try to bash me and criticize and raise doubts and all the rest of it, but the fact remains that being American or not being American is a simple thing. The Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the United States of America are the only two contracts that we Americans have with the two foreign federal subcontractors. One is territorial, that's the Constitution of the United States of America, and the other one is municipal, that is the Constitution of the United States. And they have been acting as and quote-unquote representing our lawful American government since 1860, but they have replaced uh, our, the original equity contract, the Constitution, for the United States of America, uh, which President Abraham Lincoln um, ended up bankrupting in, I think it was 19, 1862 or 63 or something. We Americans are grandfathered into those contracts. If you're born on the land and soil of one of the states of the union, you are are grandfathered into those contracts as they existed in 1860. Every law passed by the territorial or the municipal Congress in all the years since then includes an enabling clause that admits that fact. Nothing that they do changes the rights that we Americans are owed. Both of those Vernable contracts include Amendment 
nine, excuse me, is it Amendment six as adopted back then? And it says that we Americans, if you're born land and soil, are not subject nor obligated to know or obey foreign law. And these laws that are put on us by Congress are foreign to us because we are not corporations and we are not fictitious entities and we are not federal employees. Foreign law, by definition, includes all forms of private laws, codes, statutes, rules, regulations that apply to our employees and to corporations, but not generally to us, Americans. You guys listening to what? Do you guys see how rational this is that she's explaining? More than 93% of all private laws are never published in the public record and have no authority with respect to us Americans. So, folks, this is what she's saying. Over 90% of all the stuff that David Strait and Boris and Paymon and all these other guys are teaching you doesn't actually apply to you as an American. And it never did. So if you want to escape these predators, the really important and salient issue boils down to, are you an American or are you not? Are you a United States citizen? Are you a municipal citizen of the United States? Ask yourself this question, guys. She says this. Think about it like a choice between playing chess and playing checkers or parcheesi. I, know, I don't know what that one is. All three games have rules, laws that you have to play by those rules uh, to play that game. The choice between acting as an American a United States citizen or a citizen of the United States is exactly similar. If she is teaching, she's what she says, if I, but her, if I am teaching you to play chess and to stand up as an American, why would I teach you the rules of checkers or parcheesi instead? She said she wouldn't. She doesn't. That's why she does not teach this other stuff or promote it or advise you to take advantage of it whatever it may promise you. If you are an American, it does not apply. Are you guys hearing this? So I don't know who would be able to rebut this, but I, if you have a rebuttal for this, I'm so definitely 100% willing to hear it because it's important that we contrast and argue, and I wouldn't really even say, I would say just open up the floor for a little debate, a little dialogue about these things. I have not heard anyone give a response yet uh, or rebuttal to this information. So to me, that says a lot, okay? To me, that says a lot. And it's pretty rational to me if, if, if you ask me. The spotty record, she goes on to say, the spotty record of our employees in their courts when it comes to recognizing this fact is not a matter of my, quote unquote, paperwork, her paperwork, not, quote unquote, working or any issue of the facts. It is a matter of education and enforcement. So I'm specifically speaking and directing this uh, message towards uh, one guy in particular who thinks that honor is a fraud and that's okay if you think that i know you love david straight that's fine if you want to you know follow his way that's okay and again it's not me defending on it's her defending on it if someone has something to bring me i'm like a neutral party i'm like dude i hear this side 
I would like to hear this side, but if this side doesn't, like I'm, this makes sense to me. But what is offered, Anna does. She says it how it is. She speaks it out. She defends herself. I don't have to defend her. She defends herself. So she says, it's not about her paperwork not working or any issue with the fact. It's a matter of education and enforcement. Do you know how to enforce your own rights? Can you do it? Are you educated enough to do so? Right? Are you studying? Are you showing yourself approved? You are responsible for that, right? And it's not that you don't have help. Tons of help. Whatever you want to know. Go to an article. Go to a, go to Google. Go to DuckDuckGo. Go somewhere and find out the information. Study case law. Study some of the Supreme Court cases. Study uh, Black's Law Dictionary. Get a book. Read it. Find out for yourself. Wrap your own head around it and defend yourself, right? There is no, this is going to do it. You can't just have a paper and just say, oh, this paperwork is it. No, you have to learn how to enforce it. I think that that's fair. I do. We have to force our employees to get back in their box, which you cannot do if you are down in the mire acting as an employee yourself. If you are acting as an employee trying to... Uh, get other employees to submit to what you're doing, it doesn't work, guys. It doesn't work like that. Uh, and slogging it out with them, using their own laws and adding credence to their supposition that you are one of them, you, we were never one of them. So why would you continue uh, operating as if you were one of them, using their laws, look, using their bylaws, whatever? I'm not saying that you don't have to know them, but the purpose for you to know them is so that you can keep them accountable to them, not so you can subject yourself to their codes, laws, statutes, ordinances, mandates, and rules, regulations. It says this. She says this. Even if you find a loophole like Boris did or make a deal like David Strait and so on, you are still enmeshed in their system, still playing their game, and there's nothing whatsoever keeping the queen or the pope from changing the rules at any moment. You will note that Donald Trump, acting as the president of the United States of America, the territorial office, suspended all civil rights in this country with the stroke of a pen. All the municipal citizens of the United States were reduced to abject peonage and enslavement because civil rights are actually privileges. And privileges can be taken away by the same process by which they're granted. We want, you want privileges and benefits? Or do you want rights, guys? Privileges and benefits can be taken away from you. Your rights cannot be. Super important to note that. You will note that Joe Biden, acting as president of the United States, has mandated that all municipal citizens get vaccinated as a condition of their continued employment and or dependency. And he didn't bother to define municipal citizenry, leaving everyone to assume that his mandate must apply to them when it actually doesn't. When it comes to federal municipal code, a little knowledge is dangerous, and most Americans will do well to ignore it and learn instead those few places and activities that can land us in federal crosshairs. Here are important ones to ponder. If you are engaged in interstate manufacture, sale, or transportation of firearms, tobacco, or alcohol, you are trading in a federally regulated substance, and those activities of yours are subject to federal law. So... 
be aware of that. If you're engaged in interstate commerce, acting as a corporation, doing business with other corporations, you are going to be subject to federal law. If you're operating a quote-unquote motor vehicle, surprising that the definition of motor vehicle is for the purpose uh, excuse me, for the purpose of making profit from the use of the federal interstate highways, for example, truck driver, taxi driver, courtier service, bus operator, you're subject to federal law. If you enter onto officially granted federal premises, such as an army base, a federal courthouse, or the municipality of Washington, D.C., you are subject to federal law while you quote-unquote visit. If you travel or operate to a fishing or international transport business on the high seas or navigable inland waterways, you are subject to federal territorial law. And otherwise, with other very few additional and rare exceptions, the federal employees and their agencies and their state of state and county franchises and boroughs and municipalities can go talk hand in hand so long as you are an American. Saying all this stuff, guys, super important. This is just one article from her. Look how much information you have from one article. She has three over almost 4000 articles on her page. She says she's teaching us to be an American, to stand up for yourselves as Americans, and to self-govern as Americans. She's not teaching you to be a United States citizen. If you want to be taught to be a United States citizen, go over to David Strait. He'll teach you how to, how to do it. Okay? He's, she's not going to teach you how to uh, memorize federal codes as if it came directly from the hand of God instead of a sleazy, incompetent, territorial United States Congress. She's not teaching us to be a municipal citizen of the United States living in fear of the municipal code either. To all those who yearn for the known evils of the corporate corporate feudalism they have lived over under their whole lives and who are raising hell in our assemblies as they try to get back, quote-unquote, home to the district assemblies where they belong, good luck with that, okay? So that is just one article so, so juicy uh, to take from it. Uh, That's one article. She defends herself pretty properly. You see what I'm saying, guys? So if you guys want to know, just search up whatever you want to know. Go to her website. You'll find it there. And I'm not saying that her website's the only website, right? I, I love SEDM. I've been reading on Forgotten Books. I like David Strait and some of his stuff too. But as far as process goes, I'm, I'm not doing his process because he's doing the dual citizenship, okay? Um, so the, again, the critics of Anna t- point out that David uh, teaches you what you need to do and she doesn't teach you. And so obviously we just read why that is, okay? So now you know why she's not teaching that stuff because she's not teaching you how to play a game that you don't have to play if you don't want to. She has responded to almost every claim of uh, her critics in her articles. So um, if you want to go search it up, just search it up. She'll she'll back up her own self. In Article uh, 3000, 373, she claims 90% of the stuff that David teaches uh, and those other guys are teaching you, they don't apply to you as an American. They never did. Anna claims that David Strait is also involved in a, uh, a trust scheme, okay? Uh, and that's a bold claim, guys. Here's, here's what she says. Once again, I'm getting wind of a trust scheme. And once again, the more gullible members of our assemblies are being misled right back to the same old traps that they have struggled to get out of. 
She's saying that we have worked with them to get out of the quagmire of adhesion contracts and trusts and public interest claims that have sucked the life and breath out of them and deprived them of their freedoms. And what did they do? Given a song and a dance, they turn right back around and go through the door that they just came out of and land right back in the same old cow pie. So then she goes on to talk about briefly what trusts are. Trusts are agreements about the disposal of property rights and assets. A will created as a last will and testament is a common example of a trust. The donor is a dead man, leaves his worldly estate in the hands of an exeter of his choosing. The exeter acts as a trustee, and the dead donor literally trusts that exeter to do his bidding and deliver his bequest of property to his heirs and beneficiaries. All trusts work exactly the same way. You got a donor, a trustee, and at least one beneficiary. Living men and women don't need trusts. Strong claim, guys. Who, who, who can, who can uh, defend themselves against this claim? Because I see people all the time in my comments tell me all these things about how you need a trust to operate and blah, 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 this and the other. Okay, really? I, I need, the only way that I can uh, interact and, and trade is if the federal government is, can regulate it. I can't do anything where the federal government is not regulating my actions and behavior. Really? You're telling me I need a straw man? You're telling me I need a transmitting utility? Really? Is that what you're telling me? Can we prove that? Can anyone prove that living men and women need trusts? Anyone? I don't know. I'd be interested in finding out. She says that only dead people do because they don't have the ability to act for themselves anymore. That... Kind of makes sense to me. You guys want to see the what the Bible says about it? If you're a, a biblical person, I have to type this up because this wasn't actually part of my script. So I'm going to type in um, the testator. This is in Hebrews, in the book of Hebrews. The testator. Uh, Tor. Uh, book of Hebrews. Sorry uh, if you are listening to this on... Okay, look, look, look. In uh, Hebrews 9.16, guys. Hebrews 9.16. Oh, man. Okay. 16 and 17. Let me just... Can I just get... All right. Uh-huh. For where a testament is, and this testament at this point is your trust, where a testament is, there must also of necessity be the death of the testator. Okay? So someone's got to die. Okay? For a testament of, is of force after men are dead. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all while the tester liveth. Okay? Living men and women don't need a trust. If someone could, if someone could actually rebut that, I would, I mean, I would kindly... I appreciate that, okay? So, I mean, the, the scriptures are backing it up. She, she's saying it also. So she wants you to ask yourself, are you dead? Or have you taken my message to heart and realized that you've been killed on paper via the process of registration? And instead of foolishly agreeing to this, you need to come home and claim your visionary interest in your own estate and take responsibility for your own affairs like any normal man. 
So that's what this is all about, guys. It's coming home like Robin Crusoe. What would Robinson Crusoe do? Denying the false claim that you are dead to your identity as an American, contrary to what your erstwhile employees have said and written about you, and reclaiming your estate, including your constitutional guarantees, which are owed to you by these people. That's why we're here. That's what we're doing in our assemblies. We're reclaiming our estates. We're not acting as donors to give them away to some new masters, working some new scheme, guys. We're not going back to the revolving, revolving door and handing our property interests off to the church or to David Stray or anyone else involved in any kind of trust scheme. Okay? So with that being said, uh, anyone who has recently signed up for a trust under the influence of David Strait or Phil Haddock or any of the rest of the Pied Pipers needs to rescind those signatures ASAP and make their complaints to the state secretaries of state. You have been defrauded because you were not given full disclosure. The corporations are giving their loyal employees and supporters a few pennies on thousands of dollars owed. And those who are foolish are going there for the corn and the trials. Witlessly signing away their identity as an American, agreeing to be considered as a United States citizen, and donating their estates in the process. If anybody comes to you with a trust scheme, show them the door, kick it closed behind them. The only kind of trust you will ever need will be a last will and testament recorded on the land and soil, period. All right, guys, if you can rebut it, let me know, okay? Hopefully I'm giving you guys some information, some stuff to think about. It's been a while since I've uh, done a podcast, you know, so this one's coming out. We're coming out with fire, guys, coming out with a little bit of fire in our eyes a little bit because it's just um, the information's out there and, and, and people just are so absurd. They get so caught up in one way is right, one way is not. I, the only reason I'm, I'm even bringing up these articles is because they're there. That's it. I'm not I'm not defending anybody. She's defending herself. OK, um, but if someone has. So, oh, no, she's doing this or no, just take the claim that she's saying. Tell me that this isn't true. Defend it, you know, and then we'll see whose whose evidence comes out better. That's it. Uh, There's also this idea that David Strait is uh, talking about a a second declaration of independence um, on Article 3330. Okay, I don't know exactly what all this is about, guys. Um, So Anna talks about how. David Strait and his buddies have been promoting the idea of a new second and other quote-unquote declaration of independence. They are preaching universal law, but she says that they don't actually understand the subject. This is because uh, they have cut themselves off from any true recourse to the the original declaration of independence by stubbornly remaining federal agents. If you're a United States citizen, you're a federal agent. You don't have a voice. How can you? You're a federal employee. You're part of the system. The rest of you should be aware that the so-called New Deal wasn't a good deal, and neither is the current offer. If you give up your public law and the basis for it, that is, turn your back on the actual Declaration of Independence, you give, you give up control of your own future by denying your own past. You give up your country and all that your ancestors fought and won via yet another sleight of hand. Universal law is the universal law, immutable, rooted to the foundations of consciousness and nature itself. Any good public law is similarly rooted in the natural and universal law that underlies it. And any bad public law needs to be jettisoned by our ordained process of jury nullification. And she goes on to say, for now, suffice it to say that David Strait and his buddies have done some worthwhile work, but their current 
sing song is wrong for the ma- vast majority of Americans who are not and never were federal agents or dependents and were never meant to be indentured servants as members of the United States military either. What I keep getting from the military and the white hats and all other federalities who have, despite their handicaps, tried to do their duty is a basic lack of understanding of who they are and what they need to do to get back on track. All right. So she goes on to talk about uh, how there is no federal trust and no quote unquote federal trust and no quote unquote federal trust land. And to suppose that there is after the actual heirs and states have claimed back all right title and interest in the state trust that have that these same perpetuators established as a means to unjustly rich enrich themselves is the height of illegal activity and the breach of trust on the part of uh, these foreign interests. So like I said, guys, this we're, we're, we're here, guys. This is what we're talking about. Um, here's what she says about, about David Strait. Uh, David Strait had a, a place where I could pick up articles. I would be reading those articles too and wanting to hear from the horse's mouth himself. I would like to hear that. So far, um, I don't necessarily know if he has made any rebuttals to this stuff. Um, I'll keep an eye out for that information. Um, David has a dual citizenship. Okay. Uh, David has also made a claim that it has, um, and this is what Anna says, that David has been misinforming people. Specifically, this is the claim that he, that he has said that he is telling people that the President Trump has restored, quote unquote, the federal republic. The only way, as Anna says, that the federal republic can be restored is by reconstruction, and reconstruction requires action by American states to create American state of state organizations that can restore the federal republic. It cannot be done using substituted British territorial state of state organizations because that would only result in more fraud and more confusion. So David Strait is trying to do that. She also claims in the same article that he is working for British and Israeli intelligence. So here we go, guys. She, I mean, she is, she's called him out on, on, on multiple occasions. I, I would love to hear David State's rebuttal to it, a response, but I've yet to, to hear or see anything about that. Anna and the Federation of States, this is my conclusion, are doing something a little bit different than David Strait is. David Strait is encouraging people individually to use various methods to deal with the de facto government problems and to individually correct their status to become state nationals. That's great. But there's no collaboration, no assembly, no strength in numbers, and no true rebuilding of the American government. Okay? David Strait is a, my, in my opinion, from what I've seen, a, a, a patriot movement, white hat type of guy. I'm sure he's done a lot of work with regards to the, you know, Working with the White Hats and getting rid of the cabal and working with Trump and all these other people, you know, he sees Trump as a savior and who's going to help restore the republic and, you know, all the Great Awakening stuff and um, the criminal cabal is going down. But my opinion, from what I've seen, what I've experienced, Patriot Movement is all about hopium, guys. It's not actually about getting to business, meeting together and rebuilding what has been broken. So with all that being said... Quick, fast, in a hurry in about 30, less than 40 minutes, I was able to bring to you a couple of articles from Anna Von Wright's about David Strait 
some of the things of what we're doing, guys. What are we doing? We're correcting our status, but we are also exiting from under the foot of the British territorial and municipal governments, guys. We were never meant to be under their foot. We were never meant to to do that. Do we need to know U.S. code? Probably, yeah, because we have to keep them accountable in case they uh, try to screw us over. But other than that, using remedies, uh, other than using remedies as an employee, we don't want to do that. So, um, you know, all this idea of, oh, you have to have an affidavit. No, living men and women don't need an affidavit. Oh, you have to have a trust in order to do. No, we just went over that. You don't need to have a trust. And if I'm wrong, then, yeah, just let me know. That's fine. I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Again, truth is, uh, truth is, hold the truth with open hand here, guys. I'm holding the truth with an open hand here. So many blessings to you guys. I hope you guys appreciated this first podcast. Your boy is back. We back in it. Uh, we're going to be doing a little bit more uh, talking about the law. We're going to be talking about uh, coupons to the corporations. We're going to be talking about um, all sorts of different, interesting, wonderful, sovereign things. Police. We talk about the police. We're going to be talking about it all, guys, here on this uh, real self-empowerment, nation's real self-empowerment. And I hope you guys really, really get to enjoy this um, because I'm enjoying it. And we back. Many blessings to you guys, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. See you on that next one.